the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A federal judge in Florida has offered a compromise trial date for Donald Trump's classified documents case. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. Trump's legal team requested that the trial be delayed until after the 2024 presidential election, while federal prosecutors wanted the trial to start this December. U.S. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon essentially split the difference in announcing May 20th next year as the trial date. That's Greg Cluxton reporting. Phoenix is on its way to becoming the first major U.S. city to reach an average monthly temperature higher than 100 degrees. We've crossed the 110 degree mark again, and so this is now our 22nd straight day uh, with temps uh, at least reaching 110 degrees. Those comments yesterday afternoon from National Weather Service forecaster Ryan Worley. More hot weather in the forecast for today and tomorrow. This is SRN News. Come light up a fine cigar and engage in an intimate conversation with me about politics, culture, and public opinion. Dennis Prager inviting you to my first Minnesota Cigar Night presented by Pro-Life Across America. Enjoy hors d'oeuvres, adult beverages, and premium cigars from Minnesota's own Founders Cigar Company benefiting veterans. Cigar Night is Wednesday, August 23rd at Mendicota Country Club, Mendota Heights. Tickets are very limited. Go to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. I want to take a moment and think of one thing that you really wanted to do recently, but you did not because your back, leg, or foot pain got in the way. Mike Max here for the Good Feed Store. Well, you're not alone. We hear it all the time. Folks fed up with living with the pain that's been keeping them from doing what they love, looking to Good Feet for a solution. Good Feet is here to help you get back out there. Good Feet are supports from the Good Feet store. They're designed to alleviate, even eliminate back, hip, and foot pain, plus provide improved balance, more comfort, and, well, a better life in general. Let Good Feet show you how. They can help turn your pain into possibilities with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. You'll be personally fit by an arch support specialist, and you'll walk around, see how they feel. Then you decide if they're right for you before you buy. With three Twin Cities locations, there's likely one just a hop, skip, and uh, you know what from you. Call 855-554-3338 today or schedule online at goodfeet.com. How would you like to get high-speed Internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast Internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your Internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast Internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. 
days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. 800-846-2124. That's 800-846-2124. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia, and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the CIT studios, Here's the original Man of Steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT studios. CIT providing customized technology with individualized smart banking solutions for homeowner associations. Whether it's online banking, fast and simple, or just financing for that special HOA project, you can always turn to and trust CIT. CIT member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. I need to begin the show as I always do, saying hey to the man that makes it happen, Trevor K. Good to be with you, Trevor. Good to be here, Gene. What's going on this week? Um, I've been looking at... The Guinness Book of World Records. Ooh, that's fun. I always that, cracked oh, it open it, as a kiddo is. and just, you know, spend a good hour or two in there. No problem. It was one one of the library books, I think, in elementary school that was always uh, always checked out. Oh, yeah. always in demand. Um, yep. And, and of course, this, uh, I can't believe, or I guess I can, all of the records are just growing exponentially. I mean, uh, Guinness has a world record now for... Um, get this, uh, most tricks held by a pig in one minute. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's very. they that's do very give out specific. records for just about anything these days. Yeah, you're right. Yes, they do. And that was, uh, do you know how many uh, one pig, how many tricks one pig did to get that record? Um, I'm going to guess 27. Uh, you, you are giving them a, a little bit too much credit. Oh, 13. Okay. Oh, all right. Most. Uh, there's another one for most toothpicks in a beard. In a beard. In someone's beard. A guy huh. starts putting one toothpick at a time. The number's 3,500. Oh, wow. But the guy that caught my, the guy who caught my attention, David Rush, an Idaho man, and this is from the UPI just a couple days ago, dateline July 18th. David Rush has more than 250 Guinness World Records. One of his records is holding more Guinness World Records than anybody else. I think, isn't that the ultimate one? I mean, he wins, doesn't he? Like, if you have that one, that's... You're Miss... Yeah, you call you Mr. Guinness? I don't know. But anyway, his latest was he uh, broke another record by balancing an umbrella on one finger for over three hours, 46 minutes, and 16 seconds. Now, uh, David Rush uh, said some of the largest obstacles to breaking the record for longest uh, duration, he said, is fatigue and monotony and, and all. But here are some other things that he is he holds. He uh, has the uh, Guinness record for catching the most marshmallows in his mouth continually, 77. Most fist bumps in 30 seconds. 273. Okay. He 
holds records for balancing a bike on his chin the longest, juggling the fastest, the slowest, the most bowling balls, juggling the most axes. Uh, here's one. This guy's just trying to get, he's just trying to become a household uh, word. He has one record just for stacking the most wet bars of soap. I don't know where there's anybody really. <laughs> who's challenging that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's challenging it? And uh, what does he, my, my real question is, what does he do? He doesn't have a job, and Guinness doesn't pay for any of these records. So it, it'll be, it's kind of interesting. Well, folks, what's also interesting is uh, there are a number of things that are uh, happening uh, in our world of uh, HOAs, and we're going to deal with that today. Today, we're going to give our attention to a Minnesota legislative update. And uh, in the legislative update, as we always say, a legislator like a contractor whose only tool is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. So we're going to take a look at what's been happening in uh, the state of Minnesota and uh, how this is playing with uh, new laws and what it means for HOAs and uh, joining me today. On the show, someone who we haven't had for a while, but glad to have him back, attorney Dan Greenstein with Greenstein Sellers, uh, attorney at law. Dan, great to have you with us. Thank you, Gene. Uh, glad to be here and always glad to follow uh, the information about the number of tricks that are done by a pig in one minute. <laughs> Not too many people can claim that. Uh, that's right. right. I'm right there. I, I, hey, I also looked at before the show. Do you know there are a number of Guinness records that uh, deal with uh, uh, attorneys and in, uh, in, uh, in uh, legal issues as well. And they're not let, jokes. Let me, no, they are not. Uh, let me tell you. Okay. Uh, you know, one is uh, the longest law career, a fellow by the name of Louis Trier. In London, he is uh, pre he practiced law for uh, over seventy years, three hundred and eleven days. Wow, that's the longest. How many more years do you? <laughs> How many more years would you have to topple? To I top I that? can assure you, I will not be setting any records on the longest okay. law career. Uh, here's one that I thought was. Uh, 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 interesting. Another attorney, uh, Lionel uh, Lucku from Guyana, is considered the most successful lawyer in the world. He has in uh, under his belt over 245 successful murder acquittals. Yeah, wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is that's a that's a very interesting one. Um, but I'm glad, again, imagine. it's not in, not in the United States here. And then, of course, there's another one. Most litigious man in the world uh, is a guy <laughs> by the name of Jonathan Riches in Lexington, Kentucky. He has over 2,600 lawsuits. Uh, he had a lawsuit against Britney Spears, the uh, game Grand Theft Auto. He had a, a lawsuit against the Eiffel Tower. Uh, he His biggest one was a conspiracy complaint a few years ago. It was for $579 trillion that he wanted backed in either gold and silver against President Bush, Pope Benedict XVI, Bill Gates, <laughs> and Kofi Annan. <laughs> that's, that's just classic. Yes, it is. And on top of it, of course, he's in prison uh, and uh, <laughs> for other things. And his latest uh, lawsuit is against the Guinness Book of World Records for... Of course it is. Putting, for putting him in as the most litigious man in the world. Uh, anyway. Of course. That makes perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> well, we want to talk about uh, more elevated things today, Dan. So let, let's do it. Today I wanted to have you on again because it's been a while. Plus, love to hear your perspective on a few things enacted by 
the Minnesota State Legislature this year and how they will affect HOAs. And uh, let's begin. I think uh, the one issue that's getting definitely the most attention right now, just less than two weeks away, August 1st, the legalization of cannabis. Yes. Now, uh, you know, upon uh, hearing uh, of the Minnesota legislative decision to legalize marijuana, there's a guy named Paul Armentano. He's the deputy director of an organization called Normal, the uh, National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. And uh, he was quoted as saying uh, uh, how happy he was about this. uh, Dude, dude, dude. (laughs) Yeah, he he said he thought it was especially satisfying. Minnesota, I guess, is the 23rd state to legalize cannabis. However, with this change, Dan, it looks like it's going to have an impact on HOAs and associations. And uh, uh, I think uh, associations need to understand what's uh, going on right now. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. It's it's a whole new ball game uh, when it comes to the idea of use of marijuana or cannabis uh, in an HOA, especially those HOAs uh, such as condominium buildings where mm-hmm. there's typically no smoking rules or declaration provisions because the smoke infiltrates neighboring units. And now we've got people legally with marijuana, and uh, there's some very specific provisions in this law that apply to homeowner associations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some of them are what I would call positive, but there are also some very negative uh, provisions that homeowners associations are going to be forced to deal with. Yeah, and that's what I want us to to focus on uh, next, but we're going to take a quick break. But don't go away. My guest, attorney Dan Greenstein with Greenstein Sellers. We will be back about the new Minnesota law that has legalized cannabis in the state. What does it mean for HOAs? We're going to talk about that and more after these messages. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent, producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day. For your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over 100 years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength. With the tools expertise and agility to bank like your best days are ahead that's tomorrow thinking empowering you to bank like you learn more at cit.com member fdic adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin. That's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. 
We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Oh, welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you each week from the CIT studios. My uh, guest today, Attorney Dan Greenstein. Our topic is the uh, new legislative update, new law that's uh, starting as of August 1st this year that is legalizing use of marijuana. What does it mean for HOAs? Uh, We want to talk about that, but let me just give a shout-out to another great sponsor of our show first, and that's Extreme Exteriors. You can count on Extreme Exteriors to provide you with affordable quality home exterior solutions. It's backed by expert craftsmanship and installation to ensure lasting performance. They have over 20-plus years of experience, so why not give a call to the company that both HOA boards and association managers trust? Extreme Exteriors, the number to call, 651-237-0745. I want to welcome back Dan Greenstein. And uh, Dan, um, that is going to mean a number of things that HOAs need to be careful of, but let's begin a little bit with the legalization of cannabis now. Let's talk a little bit about what it does this what is this going to mean for the uh, individual and what they can do and what what they can use. Well in general, Gene, the law says if you're twenty one years or older, you can possess and you can transport marijuana. Uh, I know there's scientific differences between cannabis and marijuana, but I'm not really certain what those are. And I look at this law as legalizing marijuana. The law says you can have up to two ounces of the marijuana flower, and you can have up to eight grams of uh, what they call the marijuana edibles or concentrates. And the the third part of this law is it allows individuals to grow up to eight plants, uh, marijuana plants. But interestingly enough, only four can be fully mature at at any given time. So really, (laughs) I I don't know. How how do you enforce something like that? Are they going to kick it? You know. Exactly. Are they going to kick it, people? Oh man, it, it uh, t- talk about uh, it, you need to have uh, uh, you, you need to have uh, the uh, home police ca- come in, and uh, I yes. think we've got a a fifth uh, uh, flowering plant there that's a little too bit too mature. Well, I can see defense attorneys arguing. Wait, this plant is not mature. It may look like it's fully grown, but it is not mature. <laughs> uh, you know. Yes, I can. So I, I don't can, know. I, I suppose some of that is when they, if they ever enter someone's home and they clearly see a, an abuse of it, that's going to be another yes. thing that they can get them for. But uh, I'm it's sure that's not because, true. yeah, okay. 
So, uh, however, even uh, even though this law will allow for personal possession and consumption, Dan, it doesn't give a person carte blanche uh, use with it, does it? Oh no, you can't. You cannot uh, use marijuana in public view. And if you have, if you live in an HOA that prohibits smoking, uh, that prohibition will automatically apply to marijuana uh, unless, and here's a big exception, unless the person is registered to use medical marijuana or medical cannabis. Yeah. And so those with a medical issue that are registered with the state to obtain and use medical marijuana are given a, an exception on the non-smoking in an HOA provisions, and it there is nothing in the law that tells an HOA what they should really do about that if somebody does have um, a medical registration for marijuana. In my view, if you have no smoking, and the no smoking applies to marijuana, and you can make it apply to medical marijuana as well, then there should be no smoking of any kind of marijuana in the HOA. Yeah. So, you know, under our fair housing laws, if someone has a uh, recognized disability and they have a doctor's letter that to the association that says, please allow my, my client has a disability, please allow him to smoke medical marijuana or regular marijuana for that matter, in his unit because it will help him with his life given his disability then you would think under the fair housing laws the association would have to grant a reasonable accommodation to that person and allow them to smoke the marijuana yeah however yeah however when you request a reasonable accommodation you don't necessarily get the accommodation that you're requesting. So, for instance, if that situation happened in a uh, homeowner association, I would counsel the board of directors to say, hey, there are other means of you ingesting marijuana other than smoking. And other than vaping, perhaps, there are edibles, there are concentrates, there are uh, salves you rub yep. on your body, you're welcome to use those other products, but not the smoking and vaping marijuana. Yeah, that to me, uh, I think is going to be an important point. And to me, when I took a look at uh, what this is going to mean for an HOA, I thought this is now, uh, this is now with uh, HUD uh, going to be uh, the the right up there with uh, emotional support animals in terms of abuse. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it, it's, ex, it's really primed to go to court where you've got a, uh, a truly, genuinely disabled person who has uh, either depression or anxiety, these types of recognized ailments or, or disabilities, and you're going to have medical providers uh, prescribing, if you will, yep. the use uh, of marijuana. Oh, and people are going to push this right away, day one. You can't smoke in the building, but I can because I'm registered to smoke smoke it medically, and they're, they're going to show off and just walk down common elements because they, they are thinking, I can't. Uh, you, you know, it, I, I, I'm sure that'll happen. I, I'm sure that'll yeah, oh, happen. It's, but for, go ahead. I mean, let's face it, Gene. It happens now where marijuana is illegal. Yeah, that's a, that's and, that's um, true. Um, and I want to just clarify that the the new law says that smoking in public or, frankly, anywhere in an HOA is, in general, prohibited. And this includes private balconies and patios in an HOA setting. Yep. Yeah. So people need to understand that the, they, even though that's their own uh, space, 
uh, it seems like uh, the people that would have the exemption single-family detached homes where someone's in their backyard and clearly away from uh, public access or view, they will be able to do that in their backyard. That's not an issue. Exactly. But, exactly. but townhomes, condos, this is going to be a big deal. And the even bigger issue here to me is that uh, there's a kind of a big elephant in the room, and that is um, if there are people who are going to be abusing and pushing this, this law, but there are going to be people who are equally disturbed, and they are going to be bringing up a big ruckus to the HOA, and there are consequences that the association is going to have as a result. Please explain. Well, okay, so we started off by saying there's some positive parts of this law, like uh, prohibiting the smoking in an HOA, but there's some very negative uh, parts of the law which I am still scratching my head about. So in this law, anyone who complains about another person's use of marijuana which they claim interferes in the quiet use and enjoyment of their own home or, or unit may bring a civil suit against the HOA and recover amounts greater than their actual damages and civil penalties of $500. So what, just think about the implications of this part of the law. The law is telling people that if you smell marijuana or if somebody is using marijuana, not smoking it, let's say using edibles, and they disturb the quiet use and enjoyment of a, a neighbor in their association, that neighbor doesn't bring a suit against the marijuana user. That neighbor has the right to bring a suit against the HOA. And this, to me makes no sense and i can see what is what is this is going to do this is going to tell the board of directors that when people uh when they receive complaints or they know people are using the marijuana in a manner which might disturb others they are going to have to take immediate and probably legal action uh, which is not going to be easy. It's not going to be inexpensive. And yep. they're going to have to take action so the marijuana user uh, follows the requirements of the law. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, to me, makes no sense at all. This makes as much sense as, uh, you know, if, uh, if, someone, if someone were to shoot and... Uh, and kill someone in an HOA uh, for the government to say, okay, HOA, you didn't prevent this, so we're going after you. We, we right. go after the person right. who is, who is uh, the one who did the act, the, the person who is bothering, who's bothering others, who uh, disrupts someone else's life. But in this case, we're not. You're right. It just and, and you, you know, you're absolutely right. And the other thing, this puts the board of directors in the HOA um, into action as a policing group. In other words, um, you know, when there's complaints about the use of marijuana, the board becomes potentially liable, and yeah. therefore they are put in the position of uh, making sure they are out and about and stopping the con you know continued violation of the quiet use and enjoyment of the complaining neighbor's home. Now, let me pose a question to you. What if there's a super sensitive neighbor who thinks people are using marijuana because of the way they're acting and probably smells marijuana once in a while but they're very sensitive to it. They're looking to it because they don't really care for their neighbors. Um, what's going to happen when they start making multiple complaints to the board of directors? Oh, yeah. What What is the yeah, board going to do in that case? Oh, you and you know that uh, each time, uh, I think the way the law is written, that person could make a complaint, 
and if it isn't resolved, that they can come back and make another complaint. This is going to this is just going to be uh, stacked upon one another. I think it is. Of, and, uh, you know, um, and it you know, look, a lot of HOAs have declaration covenants or rules that basically say every person is entitled to the quiet use and enjoyment of their home. That's that's basic. Um, but to this point, quiet use and enjoyment has meant something totally different. It means no loud raucous noise, no interference in their going to and from their home, mm-hmm. you know, no safety violations in their home, like uh, making your uh, – making your own gunpowder and bullets or dealing drugs, those kind of things. We're now going uh, a step further, a step which I believe crosses a line, and we're saying to the HOA board, by the way, you as a board are now responsible to police your members and units uh, for improper use of marijuana. How can that be? Yeah, I know. And if not, get fined. Well, folks, we've got more to say, uh, more to hear from Dan uh, on this, but we need to take another break, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after this. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Hi, Patriot listeners. This is Dale Tondrick, host of the Retirement Playbook. One of my favorite movies is Miracle on Ice with Herb Brooks. He had the iconic line, great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what we have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. Now you have earned the opportunity to have a great retirement with peace of mind and no worries. Visit myinvestingcoach.com or call me directly, 952-401-1671, 952-401-1671. Or go to myinvestingcoach.com. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. The Michelle Tafoya Podcast, free on YouTube, or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's Tomorrow Thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com, member FDIC. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common-sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot.
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. I'm broadcasting to you from the CIT studios. I'm also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. My guest is Dan Greenstein. We're talking about the new uh, Minnesota law that's going into place with the legalization of cannabis. What does that mean for HOAs? Um, and uh, Dan, we've talked about some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, things that uh, HOAs are going to have to watch out for because uh, there there could be a a lot of money that uh, they are, are fined or that uh, they're going to have to. Uh, dip into their pockets for in trying to enforce because the enforcement of uh, these laws are going to be resting on the shoulders of the board members. Isn't that correct? Gene, I think you're right. I think it's very unfortunate that our legislature kind of slid in this responsibility of the HOA board to police their association for, in effect, what is nuisance by use of marijuana. Um, And I think that laying out penalties, civil penalties that individuals can receive if they sue the HOA um, is is a wrong step. I mean, the, the associations already have uh, covenants and rules yeah. to protect against nuisance. Giving yeah. individuals the right to sue and receive penalties, civil penalties of $500 yeah. uh, plus whatever damages they show is, in my view, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's a, not a good way to go. I've got to say, I, I think that this, uh, that uh, that part of the law was sort of a, a quick bone that they threw in there for the people that they knew would not appreciate the legalization of uh, marijuana by saying, hey, we're giving you uh, something that you can pursue. But it's, uh, but uh, government isn't going to be responsible for this. Uh, it's not going to be exactly. the... It's not going to be the pol- uh, the police that are going to enforce this. No, it's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, uh, providers of uh, multifamily housing and on their shoulders. Uh, Dan, I also think you know uh, that this is going to mean I think big money for the state as well. Um, it says uh, that uh, in the first biennium here in twenty four twenty five, Minnesota is appropriating $79.9 million uh, because of the uh, legalization of uh, uh, marijuana because they're going to be opening up an office of cannabis management. They're creating seven different licenses for uh, someone who is going to uh, be able to uh, carry and sell uh, cannabis and then there's an additional tax of, it says, an additional 10% above the state's already 6.875 sales tax. It right. sounds like Minnesota's going to make a lot of money here. Well, I'm, I'm sure that is the goal uh, beyond uh, pleasing some of the constituents. I think it's like uh, passing a marijuana law like the 23 or 22 other states is an instant business that can is only regulated by the state. And yeah. while the different, uh, while the dispensaries and the growers and the, you know, at every step of the way, people will be earning money with new jobs in a new industry. Ultimately, uh, the state of Minnesota is going to be the biggest winner in, in terms of recovery of the tax dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's going to be uh, interesting to see what uh, uh, plays out here. I know that this is just the beginning, and as uh, always seems to be the case, the legislature throws out uh, the laws out there, and quickly, within the next biennium, we're going to have other people that are going to be 
talking about uh, making changes to the way the law reads right now. But as it reads, yes. associations going to have to recognize they're going to have some uh, responsibility, and if not, uh, it could be uh, there could be some financial consequences as a result. Uh, two last points on marijuana. Um, the whole marijuana enforcement law that we've been talking about is based on the idea of nuisance. And uh, I want to make it clear that this also applies to landlords who are having with uh, who own and administer rental units. Mm -hmm. They are in the same position as the HOA in terms of prohibiting the nuisance and being open to a lawsuit by someone who's bothered by another tenant's actions. And it's important, I think, for the HOAs to write in uh, a prohibition on marijuana smoking, uh, marijuana cultivation, and that you know the types of uh, plants they can have, where they can be grown, and also it's going to be important for the HOAs to pass uh, what I would call reciprocal rules, meaning. If neighbor A is using marijuana and neighbor B complains and ends up suing the association, the association is going to want an indemnification or hold harmless provision from neighbor A, the marijuana user. So let's say in a particular case, neighbor B is bothered by some use of marijuana. Neighbor B sues the association. The association incurs, let's say, $3,000 in legal fees, a civil penalty of $500. The association needs to have a provision that allows them to be reimbursed from the actual person using marijuana who started this whole chain of events. Yeah. So that's important for boards to look at going forward in the future. Yeah. Well, and, and to that point... There is another law that's taking place concerning what an association can and can't do uh, concerning attorney fees, attorney's fees, fines, and their ability to foreclose. We're going to talk about what does that mean next, but we're going to take another break. Don't go away. My guest, attorney Dan Greenstein with Greenstein Sellers, will be back with more after these messages. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc. Thrivent.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day for your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over 100 years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength with the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's Tomorrow Thinking, empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC. Hey, where are you going with all those towels? It's pouring out there, so the basement's going to get wet again. Mom, Dad, we need the bucket. Don't you remember that we had standard water control stop by last season? Our basement's been dry ever since. Yep, best money we've ever spent. I'm really glad we called them. Standard Water Control is your basement solution company, specializing in basement waterproofing, foundation repair, egress windows, and radon mitigation. Visit standardwater.com today. Standardwater.com. Come light up a fine cigar and engage in an intimate conversation with me about politics, culture, and public opinion. Dennis Prager inviting you to my first Minnesota Cigar Night presented by Pro-Life Across America. Enjoy hors d'oeuvres, adult beverages, and premium cigars from Minnesota's own Founders Cigar 
Cigar Company benefiting veterans. Cigar Night is Wednesday, August 23rd at Mendicota Country Club, Mendota Heights. Tickets are very limited. Go to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. is the answer I can't comprehend how to get to the end of this question it's baffling me what could it be you're listening to where you live with Gene Sullivan yes that's why we have uh, Dan Greenstein on the show with us the questions that baffle us we want to know the answer Dan we appreciate you taking time to be with us today uh, there's another uh, issue, change in HOA laws, what uh, 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 an association can and can't do in collection and foreclosures that's going to affect them. Let's talk about that next. And it looks like the uh, legislature uh, looked at attorney's fees and fines. Uh, and uh, what is the takeaway here? What is, uh, what is the change that's going to take place? Gene, first of all, let me just uh, express my disgust for this new law because what it is going to do is penalize those people in HOAs who are responsible, conscientious, and make their payments. And it's going to do so uh, at at the expense of someone who has failed to make their payments. So beginning in August, uh, two things are taking place. Number one, the association can no longer accelerate payments for the year when they start a foreclosure. So what does that mean? Yeah, please explain that because I know um, a lot of people don't know what the acceleration clause has been. Not every uh, set of governing documents has it, but when they're in there, this is something that gives an HOA a little more muscle in collecting, doesn't it? Exactly. So, you know, HOA assessments are really based on the year. You're allowed to pay them monthly, uh, which makes sense, but you're assessed for a full full year. And if somebody fails to pay, let's say their January assessments, their February assessments, they don't pay those. If the association were allowed to accelerate, the association would then make the remaining year's payments due and payable. So by going forward and foreclosing at the end of February, they're asking for the full year's uh, assessments to be paid. Now, if you cannot accelerate payments, that means that at the end of February, the association would have to start a foreclosure on the two months of delinquent payments, January and February. And a foreclosure from start to finish takes eight months. And by the time you're at the end of the eight months, even though the delinquent owner may have paid off January and February, they may owe six or seven more months of assessments, and the association is forced to start over again with yeah. March and April, May, and it, it's really making it ridiculous uh, to put the association in a position where they have to really collect yeah. month to month. 
I can't tell you how many times as a, a management company we've seen this acceleration clause used, and it has been a good thing to clean up the books and to keep people uh, uh, current with uh, their obligation to the association. Uh, because uh, w- without it, an HOA, folks, is a, a nonprofit entity. It cannot collect any more than what it says it needs for the year to operate. And as soon as you have other people not holding their end up to the bargain, it puts a financial uh, burden on the rest of the people, like Dan said. But, Dan, it, it's and, going to go further than that. Uh, what What is it uh, going to mean in terms of attorney's fees and collections and foreclosure? Gene, it, it, it gets worse. Um, beginning, you know, right now, when an association hires an attorney to collect on a delinquent account, uh, the board or the association is entitled to charge those attorney's fees to the delinquent homeowner um, and so that the responsible persons in the association are not, they don't end up paying attorney's fees because somebody else has been delinquent and refused to pay or wasn't able to pay. So homeowners associations beginning August 1st can no longer require the collection of attorney's fees to prevent a foreclosure. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a quick example. Uh, A homeowner's delinquent for January and February. The association hires an attorney, and let's say the attorney tries to collect friendly at first and then by mean letter, and then they start a foreclosure. And let's say there's $1,500 to $2,000 of attorney's fees incurred by that board. Well, before August 1st of this year, the board had the authority simply to re- take that amount of attorney's fees, put it on the delinquent homeowner's account, and require that delinquent homeowner to pay off the attorney's fees that were incurred in trying to get them current. But what this new law says is that the association can no longer tack on the attorney's fees incurred mm-hmm. in, a foreclosure, in a foreclosure. So what does that mean? That means, in effect, the association will have to bring an entirely separate lawsuit against the delinquent owner to collect the attorney's fees or keep the lien on that delinquent homeowner's unit with the hopes that they sell the unit and have to pay off the lien. The problem is the lien is only good for three years. So if a delinquent homeowner stays in the unit longer than three years, the lien is no longer good. So what this law intentionally or unintentionally does It puts the responsible homeowners on the hook for the legal fees and collection costs in a foreclosure that are necessitated by a delinquent homeowner. Yeah. To me is, uh, uh, you're right. It's it's crazy. I don't I don't like it. The other thing this is going to do, uh, people might. be encouraged then to take people to small claims court, and what is that going to do? You'll, you'll get a judgment, but just because you yeah, get a judgment, you don't necessarily get um, uh, the the money that you're owed, and again, uh, the association is left ho- holding the bag. This, You know, I can imagine the legislature talking about, well, we need to help the delinquent homeowners, because not only do they have to pay interest or late fees, they're getting stuck paying legal fees. But what they've done is they've made the responsible homeowners subsidize the delinquent homeowners. It's just, it's a quagmire. It doesn't make sense to me. And they don't even provide a method for the association to recover their attorney's fees. Now, if you've got an association, let's say you've got six or eight delinquent accounts all the time that you need legal help on, 
Well, you've got a fairly significant amount yep. of money that the responsible owners are paying for legal fees. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have. Dan, there's so much more we could say about this. Thanks for uh, your perspective. We appreciate it. Folks, thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week here on Where You Live. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Experiencing an injury or illness? Wondering if you'll be able to keep your job or when you can return to work? The Minnesota Retain program may be able to help. Participants may qualify for free support from experts who can guide you through the next steps to get you back to work quickly and safely. Visit mnretain.com or call 507-284-4537 to learn more. Minnesota Retain is fully funded under a grant awarded by the U.S. Department of Labor and the Social Security Administration. This message is brought to you by Minnesota Retain. This station and the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. AM 1280, the Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.